This episode is brought to you by Roundtable Group, the experts on experts. We've been connecting attorneys with experts for over 25 years. Find out more at roundtablegroup.com. Welcome to the discussions at the Roundtable. I'm your host, Michelle Lux. My guest today is Louis Fay an insurance expert with over 40 years of experience in multi-line claim, underwriting, and insurance agency management. And today we're going to talk about what you wish you knew um, now than when you first started as an expert. What have you learned along the way? Uh, When you do insurance expert work, uh, you you run into a lot of uh, fine lines there between what's a legal conclusion and what's not. so I guess if there's one thing that I kn- wish I knew when I first started was where that line is. And I don't think I'm ever going to figure out where that line is completely because it keeps moving and it's very dependent on the judge that's looking at the case. But uh, more and more, I've streamlined uh, my thought process on where it's at. Um, and I prevent from being dragged in by opposing counsel into opining on the law. So that's probably the biggest thing. Well, what prompted you to become an expert witness? Were you approached or was it something that you pursued? I was called by a plaintiff attorney that I I actually retained when I I was working at Travelers as a major case uh, director. And um, I was handling a a major fire up in Virginia. Um, And there was a builder's risk carrier involved for one of the buildings. and uh, they denied coverage. So I retained a plaintiff attorney to pursue the uh, builder's risk insurer so they would cover the loss. Uh, and he, I researched it and he's like one of the premier uh, plaintiff property insurance attorneys. Uh, there's not too many of them around, but he's a property specialist. Uh, we worked together in that case. And then the minute I left Travelers, he called me up and said, hey, can you serve as an expert for me on a case? And I'm like, what do I need to do? He kind of walked me through it and I said, great. Yeah, sure. I'll do it for you. And then I've been doing it ever since 2007. Yeah. Do you find you're pulled in as an expert in a wide variety of insurance matters? Pretty wide uh, variety of different stuff. It's uh, I mean, something new all the time. I've I've, everything from fire to auto, a lot of bad faith, a lot of agency, E and O. Um, And then there's like underwriting disputes, uh, coverage disputes, um, which is interesting. You talk about where the line's drawn. See, I can opine on what the industry of 10 is behind insurance provisions and how the policy is supposed to be interpreted. But then if the judge applies the law of the jurisdiction, that could be completely different from what the industry standards are. So that's the, that's kind of the tightrope right there. But, um, you know, I've, I've even done some, uh, life insurance cases and some um, uh, group health cases. Um, so it's, it's really all over the place. Interesting. What's and bankruptcy. The... I've done a couple of bankruptcy cases. So. Okay. And then on the bankruptcy, is that is commercial as well, in addition to um, per- personal and, or residential or whatnot? Yeah, I, pretty much everything. The bigger cases are always the commercial cases, I think. Um but uh, the bankruptcy cases were on the value received by the insurance policy. Um, it was kind of a real niche, but I just got done testifying on a fraud ring in Louisiana. Um, if you Google search New Orleans uh, truck accident fraud ring, you'll find it. And 
there's a estimated 100 accidents and over 300 uh, people claiming injuries as a result of these staged accidents. Um, wow. Very favorable verdict just came in last night. So I recall reading about a deadly ice storm that hit Texas and it resulted in a hundred car pileup. How do you ensure? How do you ensure about something maybe hasn't happened before? Yeah. Do you find anything like those in your previous experience or? Well, this little thing called the pandemic um, brought up a lot of those issues. And I, you know, I have my own position on coverage for that. I think it is triggered. I think there is contamination is direct physical loss to covered property uh, because it has to be remediated, right? So you can't just leave it if it's, if it's problem is you can't see it. So you don't know if it's contaminated or not. But if people are getting sick that are, you know, visiting your establishment, um, then potentially, yeah, you, you're, you're contaminated. So, but, you know, once you trigger coverage, what are the damages? And the other side of the coin is you could, you could remediate the entire business in a day if you wanted to bring in a crew to, you know, fumigate or wipe down everything and disinfect. So, you know, what's the loss? It should be fairly limited and there's a time limitation on business interruption. So, but I've never gotten to that point yet where anybody asked me about what the damages are. Interesting. <laughs> it's always about whether coverage is triggered or not. So um, I just, you know, I stop at that line and say, you know, I wasn't asked to evaluate damages. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, speaking of COVID, you know, are you right now in your office building? Well, um, yeah, we had a mask mandate where, you know, in the, in the general areas, the common areas, everybody had to wear a mask, but once you're in your office, you can take it off. Now we're uh, only people that are not vaccinated have to wear masks. Um, oh, okay. So I'm, I'm double vaccinated plus a booster. So hopefully I'm good to go. Right. Yes, exactly. And then did you ever have a mentor or someone that helped you early on navigate the waters of how to be an expert witness or um, understanding how to communicate with attorneys the, the most effectively? I think um, because I had such, uh, uh, such a prolonged and long career in directing litigation and mediating cases that I was, you know, I got pretty good at presenting my case and my, the facts and um, defending my position over time. Um, at Travelers, I had a, a, a direct report that uh, was like a school teacher and dissected my language and how I wrote up my reports and, you know, redlined it and circled things just like back in school. And so I quickly learned uh, how to write. <laughs> Um, which I thought I knew before I was there, but apparently not. But that that helped me probably more than anything. I think the presentation verbally and testifying on the stands came pretty natural to me. But um, and I don't I don't get nervous. I don't get scared. So that doesn't bother me. A lot of I see a lot of experts come in and they're nervous and shaking. And uh, so it's not for everybody. I mean, it's not everybody's not cut out to be an expert witness. That, that's for sure. And uh, I know a lot of insurance people are very knowledgeable, but they would never want to get on the stand and testify about anything. Uh, right. In fact, they hear the word attorney or litigation, they run. So um, <laughs> it's it's not for everybody, but um, so yeah, the, the speaking part of it and the 
the testifying. I enjoy it. Uh, so I've never had a problem with that. The, the writing skills, um, I think they've progressed a lot over. I've, I've seen some of my early opinions and, and then I've, you know, read some of the stuff I've written lately. It's gotten to the point where like, if I, I read something I wrote maybe six months ago, I don't really remember it, but when I'm writing, I'm like, oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> so, <laughs> Clap yourself on that back right there. Yeah, right. Oh, I said that. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect. Well, I was also going to wrap it up and, and ask you, you know, is there, do you do any international cases or is it mostly just within the U.S. that you handle? Uh, just the U.S. at this point. Um, trying to think if I've had anything. I mean, see, I also work for an insurance agency at the same time. Um, so I have two, two, really two businesses. Um, fake consulting is my expert witness part. But on the agency side, we place business worldwide. So I've had, you know, I've been involved in things uh, international, but I don't think I've handled any expert cases I did handle something for a Japanese firm with business cards that were in, you know, the writing, Japanese writing, lettering, but it was in Texas. So the claim was in Texas. So uh, not really international, but so I guess the answer is no. Sure. And then during COVID also, is there anything you've had to change as far as like, have you done video depositions or, or had to talk to a judge by video phone call yet? Yeah, uh, sure. I've done um, lots of video depositions, um, did one mediation um, uh, by Zoom, um, no trials by Zoom. Um, and I've talked to a lot of attorneys. They don't, they'll do everything they can not to do a Zoom trial because the presentation to the jury and, you know, being in front of the jury and looking them in the eye, that, that, that has a big impact on how case comes out so um i find that the you know the, like testifying this week in federal court the plexiglass the court reporter was in front of me they had the uh the attorney that was uh uh either direct or cross-examining me uh was over to the side and i couldn't see her uh see them because of the people sitting in front of me so i had to lean over in a way that prevented me from talking to the jury. So uh, it's, it's kind of changed things a bit, but hopefully we'll get back to normal shortly. The, the judge asked the jury if it was okay if I removed my mask to testify and if it was okay for the attorneys that were questioning me to remove their masks and, and the jury agreed. So all the testimony was without masks, thank goodness, because it comes out muffled. Um, right. Uh, were you asked to show like COVID vaccine card? Um, the federal before... court, they, they make you show your vaccine before you come in the building. So yeah. Uh, and then they give you a little sticker saying you've been screened. So you got to wear your sticker. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I enjoyed listening. Thank you so much. Is there anything that you wanted to add before we close out? No, I don't think so. I've, I've you know, I've enjoyed being an expert and, um, uh, I'm probably going to start winding it down in a couple of years, but, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's definitely interesting. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you never know what you're going to be asked to opine on. So yeah, there's very odd things pop up and you know, oh, that's a new one. So, right. That's the way it goes, right? The only things in life worth knowing are those that you learn after you know it all. Yes, <laughs> that's right. 
That's when it gets good. Well, Lou, I appreciate all your time today and you enjoy your upcoming holidays. You too. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening to our podcast, Discussions at Roundtable. Our show notes are available on our website, roundtablegroup.com. Subscribe today on Apple Podcasts or your favorite listening apps.